The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. So there you were, just on the side of the road. That was terrifying. <laughs> it was awful. I didn't even, I mean, nobody ever expects something like that to happen, but I genuinely did not expect that to happen. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I love the fact that though you were walking along there, did you see anything cool? Because I've always wondered, like, have you ever driven down the road and been like, I want to stop right there and just mm-hmm. see what's over there? I didn't Did you find any treasures? No, but I did look. Oh, God. <laughs> of course you did. It well, was the first time I got like a close-up like reason to actually look. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to explain <laughs> this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us and thank you for your patience. We've been off for a little bit over the break and then there was an incident that we will discuss here in just a little bit on the show. <laughs> So we were supposed to do a show there yesterday, was, but some, there were complications. There was an incident again. Um, so we will get to that here in just a second. I do want to say thank you uh, to everybody who's been listening to us this entire year because this is our last show of 2018. Oh boy, our last regular podcast of 2018. I'll say that there may be a couple Correct. of other there may be a couple of other little snippets you we're might. We're gonna get have here. some little snippers. We'll we'll ex- so a little some snippers. I don't like that terminology. Yeah. Uh, we'll explain that though later on the show as well. Uh, first, I want to say. Thank you to Black's Pest Services, the fine sponsor, one of their many fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio, for their diligent work of clearing my house of pests. And uh, I apparently have a lot of them. And there's... It seems like you have a never-ending like supply of pests. I might... Um, yes. So in case you don't know, my former meth head neighbors left their house in a stellar condition. It has grown a number of rats, which have decided to cross the fence into my backyard. And They're like, why stay over here in our like you know no. fancy garbage land when there's like a whole fresh new land? That guy looks to like conquer. he's working on his property. Why don't we just move on in? And so that's what's been going on. Black's Pest Services has been helping to curb that issue. However, I think it's I might have a new uh, resident. What do you mean, like a new roommate? Not, not. I don't. I wouldn't call him a roommate. Um, so, Black's Pest Services, part of this, BlackPestServices dot com, as part of what they do is they set out these uh, bait stations. Mm. Um, they're correct. I mean, I'm not supposed to say traps. They're bait stations where certain creatures can take up residence inside of these things, as the one did, which I already explained. A bait that on station, episode. like where you do your taxes in? Yes. Where? Yeah. <laughs> wow. No. Sarah, no. Uh, this is one where certain creatures can find uh, comfort in the uh, in the winter months and then uh, eat some delicious treats oh, that may ma- make them want to just lazily sit there. Anyway, the bottom line is I walked by one of the stations in my backyard. This was yesterday, and I swear it sounds like something is in there. Like what? something is hide. Something is well. It's cold outside. Something's taking up residence in there. I could hear it. Well, moving it's, probably, around. it's not going to be there for very long, at least. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like it's, it was very unnerving to walk by something and be like, oh, you hear this. Anyway, the uh, the good thing is that it's not in my house, so that's a that's a positive. But I believe I may now have a new visitor back there. I don't. Do you name them? I probably shouldn't name no, them. No, don't name them. Okay. No, because they're not going to be there for the long haul, especially since Black's Pest Services has been taking care of your issue. They have been taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't so. foresee it being an issue, but I mean. You have I, to, you know, you have to stop the problem. I shouldn't name it Charlie. Don't. don't okay. Name it Charlie. I already named it Charlie. 
Why did you name it Charlie? I don't know. I think it's Charlie. Charlie lives in there now. So that's kind of, I think that's what's going on. So, uh, cold air, Greg. What did you do? Okay. Sarah's uh, taking care of the. The air conditioner that uh, yes, turned on, on automatically. <laughs> it was an air conditioner. Yes. Like, why is it getting colder in here? It's okay. All We've right. got that taken care of. Anyway, Black's Pest Services is taking care of my issue, so you can give them a call. Go to their website, blackspestservices.com, anytime, and see if they can take care of your Charlies. All right. Let's... What? <laughs> I don't weird. know. Yeah, it was weird. Sarah, I think it's time, though, that we launch into the tale of what happened to you. Oh, man. The saga of Sarah and what went on. So over this Christmas break... You uh, you headed up to the north land of Bremerton. I sure did. The bright and shiny, beacony city that it is. <laughs> it's a, the glorious <laughs> metropolis of Bremerton. <laughs> if you've ever been to Bremerton, it's like... When I was um, driving in, actually, I did see the population sign, and it did say that Bremerton is population 45,000. 45,000 mm-hmm. in Bremerton. Okay. Yes, I've never really actually noticed that. Bye. Wow. So, uh, yes. you know, big... Big time. Big, big city. Big time. Actually, that is, for for the Northwest, that is a pretty big city. I mean, city. It, is a, it is a city. Yeah. A smaller, a, on, on the much smaller side city, but like still a city. Gresham moved to Puget Sound. Sure. Uh, so. <laughs> but, Don't insult my city. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. You are a Bremelo. I, I am a not... proud Bremelo. I love my, I love my fellow Bremelos. I love Bremerton. Bremelos. It's a beautiful place. Right. It's just kind of gross. Yeah. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> Can be. Kind of pretty, kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> a little combo of both. Yeah. Uh, we well, anyway, so you went up there to Bremerton. Uh, how did that? How did that part of your it trip go? It was wonderful. I spent the holidays with my uh, parents and my sister and my niece and my brother-in-law. And my niece is just adorable. She, of course, we talked about it before I left. Like, really was excited about Santa Claus. So oh that yeah, was adorable. Does she still call you Auntie Meatball? We did eat some meatballs together. <laughs> <laughs> and she did, because I had totally forgotten about that. And my sister was like, Eloise, is that anti-meatball? I'm like, oh, God, that was from Did she start year. saying it? Yeah. She, anti-meatball. 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 <laughs> yeah, but we did have many meatballs. They were very delicious. Um, yeah, it was a great trip. It was pretty mellow. I uh, saw, saw a couple of my friends. A lot of people were out of town. So a lot of family bonding. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. It was good. I watched some movies. watched a lot of Christmas movies. Wow. Really um, riveting stuff that were... Thank you. You asked. Don't ask questions here. if you don't want to hear the answers, asshole. Right. Wow. Wow. Okay. The spirit has left Sarah. All right. So... I had a long day yesterday. You did have a long day yesterday. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you want to talk about up there, or do you want to get to the saga? Um, I do have other things that I want to talk about up there, but maybe I'll save them for... A later time. For another time? Because there is something big that did happen to me yesterday. Uh, yesterday? Well, no, yesterday I know. Yeah. I'm talking about other things. In Bremerton? Yeah. You said there there are other things that you want to talk about, but you want to wait. Yes. Well, I mean... These happened. This all happened yesterday? No. Are you, talking, are you talking about like my experiences in Bremerton? I did have a weird night going out in Bremerton, which I discovered a new place I'd never been to before. Okay. But we want to save that for later. Maybe. Okay. We'll save that for later. Let's, yeah. let's get on to the big saga. Yes. Okay. Why don't you walk us through what happened? All right. So yesterday morning, I got up bright and early, which for me is 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, that is early for you. That is early. Wow. Maybe it's not just me. You act like I'm the only person ever that sleeps past like 7 a.m. I don't know. It's just such a foreign world to me. Well, anyway, I got up early because I'm like, I'm going to give myself plenty of time to get back to Portland so that way I can drop off all my stuff at my apartment before I go to the studio and do the live show with you at noon. Right. That was the plan for yesterday. yesterday, Thursday, December 27th. So got up at 7 a.m. I had already packed all my stuff the night before, ate some breakfast with my mom. My dad was already at work and uh, got on the road probably a little before 8 so I was like 7.45. Uh-huh. 
was pretty excited. I'm like, I am on the ball Look at today. you. You know, doing so good. Turned on my audiobook. Uh, not right burning now. any daylight. No. Do people still say burning daylight, or is that just a, like an old person thing? I think it's an old person thing. All right, so I'm surprised that you're saying it. I should be saying burning daylight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So got on the road at like 7:45. Beautiful morning. It's like you know, like the light up in in Washington, like right around the Silverdale Burbison area. Super pretty. So I'm just driving through that area and just enjoying the day. Yes. So those days were like. Do you ever have those times when you wake up and you're just really, when you're going on a car trip, you really actually are enjoying driving? Yeah. Enjoying the drive? Enjoying I do that drive. sometimes. Like yeah. every, I don't have it all the time, but I, you know, I, I enjoy driving from time to time. Like this was the, I woke up that morning, I was listening to my audio book, stopped and got a cup of coffee. It was just a beautiful day, beautiful drive. Yeah. I was super enjoying myself. What, uh, what audio book are, listen, are you listening uh, to? Right now I'm actually listening to The Haunting of Hill House. But you are obsessed with The Haunting of Hill House. Well, what's odd is that I didn't realize that The Haunting of Hill House, before it was the TV show, has also been a billion movies. Like, there was that movie that came out in 1999 with, like, uh, Liam Neeson and Catherine Zeta-Jones and a bunch of people called The Haunting. Okay. Which is also based on the book The Haunting of Hill House. And as I've been listening to The Haunting of Hill House, it has less to do with the television show and it actually sounds more like the plot of the movie. Really? Because I watched the television series. It's really good. Mm -hmm. It is good. But I did not. So it has the same. So it's the same names. It's very confusing. I'm finding it odd to listen to because there's Nell, Eleanor, uh-huh. and then there's also uh, Theo, and then there's Luke. Okay. But in the book, they're not related. Okay, I'm already confused. Yeah, it's super confusing as I'm listening to it. In our live chat, the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, uh, Mike said the 1963 movie is good. All right, I'm gonna have to. Take I don't know how many movies yeah. there are. I'm also listening to an audiobook, sir. I just want to talk about it really quick because it's oh, called boy. The Collapsing Empire, and it's. Probably one of the nerdiest things I have ever listened to, and I love it. It is about thousands of years. That actually, it's not thousands of years. I believe it's in like the year twenty or no thirty six hundred or something like that. And it takes place where humans are now in space, and they go through this thing called the flow, which is a a channel that cuts through space and time, so they can travel very long distances. And then um, they've colonized uh, about in space. Oh my god, you're still talking about Earth, it? I didn't realize that they lost track of the earth and then there's like there's like an emperor and then there's like families that are fighting because they have control of like different things and then there's like infighting but then they travel in space it's it's so nerdy and I, I it's amazing it's like it is the it's written for me okay it it's a space like opera is what it is okay it's a space opera so instead of a soap opera a space opera it's a space Not opera like a whole no opera, it's totally like a space drama. opera drama no there's like people cook up and then they don't and there's romance and there's not romance you know there's even a little bit of that normally I don't like you know romance in my space books but hey I'm okay with it Greg Nibbler does not like romance in his space books it just doesn't have a place necessarily mm-hmm. however in my space opera uh, John is saying how is that not Dune maybe I need to listen to Dune or, or read Dune. Mm-hmm. I guess like you can still read books. You don't have to listen you to them. Sure can. All right. Anyway, the collapsing empire. Yes. The collapsing empire. That's it. That's all I wanted to say about Should that. Should I continue with my yes, story? Yes, please continue. Okay. So I was. Uh, so I'm driving, listening to my to my audiobook, and I'm enjoying it. But I'm like, you know, right now I'm just enjoying this drive. I had stopped about 45 minutes into my drive, like, and got my coffee. I'm like, I'm not n- sure if I'm really in the mood to like keep listening to like a horror book right now. I'm like, I kind of want to listen to music. So it was one of those things where. You're flipping through the stations, and every song that comes on the radio is like a song that you want to sing along to. Okay. Where that's like a special 
you know, that's, it doesn't really happen very often, but every single channel I'd be, like, skipping through. And I'd listen, and there'd be, like, something that I loved. Like, they, I, I randomly stumbled across, like, one of my favorite Bob Dylan songs. And then okay. There was, there was The Shallow, which I was just belting out as I was, like, driving. I felt What's like The Shallow? It's the Lady Gaga Bradley Cooper. Oh, it's okay. It's so good. Okay. Oh, which is just amazing. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. That's a different song. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, yeah, so just listening to all these different songs, having, like, the best time singing and, and making good time. As I'm driving, I'm like, okay, this is, like, a really pleasant drive. I'm making it's, great time. It's about what, like, if, how long is the drive total from Bremerton the to Portland? The drive from Oregon? Bremerton to Portland is now about three hours. Three hours, okay. I would say... Well, I mean... With okay. no stops, it's probably like two and a half, two, 20, two, two hours and 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Why? Okay. I was just curious. For anybody listening who doesn't know yeah. where Bremerton is so in Bremerton, So basically, Bremerton to Olympia is about an hour, and then Olympia to Portland is anywhere between like an hour 45 to two hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I usually take this back road from Bremerton, so that way I can avoid going over like through Tacoma, which is usually where there's a lot of traffic. So right. I go kind of on these back roads and then rejoin back up uh, with I-5, with Interstate 5 in Olympia, and then just go the rest of the way to Portland. Okay. So I was doing that, you know, going on this beautiful road. It was just, you know, a clear day. You drive by all sorts of bodies of water. You can see the mountain ranges in, in the distance. Gorgeous. I'm sitting there listening to my music. And you basically, you have to merge from a couple of, like, the side highways onto Highway 101, which goes, of course, all the way up and down the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And then you go from 101, and that's what takes you onto I-5. So okay. I'm get, basically getting off of a little highway that connects to 101, which then would take me to I-5 in Olympia, which shoots me right back to Portland. Okay. So I get off the little highway, off the second of the little highways, and I'm just singing along, singing my heart out with like all these different songs that are coming on the radio. And I merge onto to 101. How many lanes of traffic is 101? There, so there are three. Okay. There are three on 101. And at this point, because I just merged... I was getting over, so I'd gotten over because there was some slow traffic. So I went around, got into the far left lane, which is the fast lane, because I wanted to get up to the speed limit and then get around these people. So I'm in the left lane. I'm going about 60, like 62 miles an hour in the left. And all of a sudden, I feel something in my car as if I'm like driving through like mud or something. Like all of a sudden where it feels like kind of like a like where it feels like you are going slower like something is slowing you down Ugh. do you know what yeah yeah like yeah. if you're riding your bike or something and you're on a trail and then you get like a muddy patch it kind of you know like makes your tires right. stickier yeah and slows you're them down. kind of sticky and what kind of car do you have just well what kind of car was the car is, i was driving this that you were driving in this was, story um a 2001 white ford um zx2 like escort thing okay which has always been fine i mean it's been slowly but surely um showing her age a little but I thought it was fine. I'm like, I can get one last hurrah out of this. I can make it to Bremerton and back for Christmas before I go and get another car. Oh, I was so wrong. <laughs> so, driving on 101, I'm, I'm I'm hitting the gas, you know, as I'm in the fast lane. And, um, and I'm hitting the gas, and all of a sudden I feel that, like, kind of, like, sludgy feel where, like, something is slowing down. And there's no, like, there's no, like, noise. There's no anything. It just all of a sudden kind of goes... And starts slowing down. So I'm putting my foot on the gas pedal. Nothing's happening. I'm looking at my speedometer, and it starts going down as I'm hitting the gas, and I can feel it. And at first I thought I had a flat tire, but I didn't hear anything pop. I've had a flat tire before. Didn't, um, like, I didn't feel like I was pulling to one side or the other. And I was like, all right, so I don't know what this is. Like, I'm still going straight. It's not pulling me. I don't know what's happening. 
And then I look, and I'm, as I'm hitting the gas, like nothing's happening, and it just uh, keeps going. That's down. the worst feeling. So I don't even remember exactly how I did this. So you're in the middle of traffic. I'm in the middle of traffic. I mean, by then it's like 9 a.m. in like heading toward Olympia. Like there's quite a Rush few cars hour. on the road. Plus it's like after the holidays, so people are heading home, and I'm just like, well, fuck, my car isn't working, and I'm in the middle of traffic. I don't know how I happened to do it, but I all of a sudden realized, like, my I'm not getting any gas. Like, I'm slowing down when everybody else is still staying the same speed. Ugh. Like, this is terrifying. So has well, Could you steer? I could steer. The, the steering wasn't locked up. Just there was no, like, the engine wasn't working. Okay. Like, the engine was still going. I could hear. Like, you're revving? Those, no, I couldn't hear revving. Ooh. Couldn't hear anything. Like, I was putting my... My foot yeah. onto the gas pedal. Nothing was happening. It just started going down. So some miracle of miracles. I don't know how. I don't really remember how it happened because I was in such a panicked state. I was able to get across both lanes of traffic and over to the shoulder within about 10 seconds because then my car completely stopped. Like it just went from 60 to zero in about 10 seconds. I was able to navigate across the middle lane the right lane, find a shoulder, and I was just, like, driving. So you're going in between cars? Like... I don't even really remember. You, like, blacked out. It was like a fight or flight. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember just (sighs) knowing that it wasn't working and knowing that I needed to get off the road. That's scary. It was scary. And I just saw this bigger shoulder off to the side, um, and I just was... I angled my car, like, toward the shoulder because I want to try and get as close to it as possible. Were your brakes working? working? I mean, not that you're trying to brake then. Brakes were working. Everything else was working. Just my engine stopped. It stopped. Like, it just slowed down. All of a sudden, it was just like... I managed to safely get my car over to the shoulder, and randomly, it happened to be one part of this particular... um, of Highway 101 that it was like a double shoulder. So I was able to get, like, a full car length into this area... And next to, um, you know, like the highway beam thing uh-huh. before my car completely died. Like, it was still on that I still had batteries, but, um, like, the battery was fine, but the engine just... There's just, just nothing. And there was nothing. So I'm sitting there, Yikes. and this has never happened to me before. I mean, I've had, like, a flat tire and, you know, other, like, car issues before, but I've never been, like, holy shit, I could die. Like, people are going so fast, and... Yeah, that's one of those things where just instincts have to kick in, and... Yeah, I mean, because if you're slowing down, if you're in a lane that's going at a particular speed, and somebody all of a sudden slows down to, like, you know, within three seconds, down to, like, 40 miles an hour... Right, you're going to slam into them. Oh, man. Because you're not yeah. expecting that. I mean, the other cars aren't expecting that. No, nobody is, because you don't just... Ex- yeah, and plus, I'm not... I don't have the my brake lights on, because I'm not hitting my brake. I'm trying to hit the gas, and it's slowing oh, down. Oh, man, that's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, I'm... Reading here at our Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club chat, which if you're a member of the Supporters Club, you can go back and take a look at it anytime. Uh, John said, give yourself some credit. That was a good reaction in a situation where a lot of people would freeze up. That is true. You did. You handled it. So you got off to the side of the road. I got off to the side of the road, and I I was sitting there, and I'm like, okay. So I I turned back my keys, and I checked to make sure. So I still had a battery. And I remember my first thought was I had I had gotten gas in like a smaller town, probably about an hour before. So I've been driving for about I don't know fifty minutes on mm-hmm. this tank. And my first thought was, oh my god, did I put the wrong kind of gas in my car? 
Because I didn't. Like, I, I just don't know. Because nothing had ever happened. I'm like, is this something that could happen if I like put some accidentally put like premium gas in my car or something? Which I will say for for everybody listening outside of Oregon, Oregon is a weird state. I think the only, New Jersey maybe is the only other state where you can't pump your own gas, except for like really ra- random situations. You have to let somebody else pump your gas. So we're not always used to pumping our own gas. <laughs> and, and I so. was kind of tired. And I just hit the button that I thought was unleaded. And after I was thinking about it, I'm like, fuck. Did you I put diesel in it? This. Is that what you think? I know. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I did this. I probably broke my car because I probably put the wrong gas in, even though I know I put in unleaded. But that was all I could think because that was the only thing that I had done in the past hour because it just came out of nowhere. I wasn't like, I didn't go into a pothole, didn't do anything. All of a sudden, it just, just stopped. So, pulled off to the side of the road. I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to be doing. Weirdly enough, the last thing that I did before I left my parents' house this morning was that my new AAA card had come to them. Oh, man. The last thing that I did as I was leaving the house, I'm like, oh, got to remember to put my new AAA card, it, card into my wallet. I haven't used AAA in like seven years, eight years. Oh, AAA has saved me many no. times. I've had that, my card towed twice, I think, this year alone. That morning, I put my brand new card in, and then two hours later, I had to use it. It was just the weirdest coincidence. It was bizarre. Wow. So, yes, I'm sitting on the side of the road. I'm like, all right, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I turn the engine. Nothing's happening. It's not clicking. It's not turning over. So you're just there on the side of the road, like traffic's whizzing by. I'm there on the side by. of the road. There's so much traffic, and I'm just sitting there freaking out, and I have no idea what to do. So at first, I try to call my dad. He's at work, so he's not answering. I'm panicking. I try to call my mom. She's not answering. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I call my dad back again. He doesn't answer again. Call my mom back again. Because I was getting ready to call AAA. I'm like, I guess I'll call them, but I need to figure out, like, if, like what I should ask. Like, am I going to have it towed to somewhere around me? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you have to have Do I stay in my car? Am I going to get smashed? I saw a horrible, horrible accident on my drive to Bremerton. Um. Over Christmas, so this is awful, but I mean, I did see like a pretty bad accident of someone on the side of the road, and I'm like, and, and so that's going through your mind. So that's going through my mind because then there was a car behind that one. I'm like, was that car parked on the side of the road and somebody just smashed into them because they weren't paying attention on the shoulder? Like, that's all I'm thinking. <laughs> so finally, get a hold of my mom. She's like, what is? She's like, I'm in the shower. I'm like, mom, my car died. I don't know where. I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm in Olympia. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm pulled off to the side of the road. I almost fucking died. I'm like, I, I almost, I, I'm just hysterical. I feel like such a baby now, like thinking about it. But it was scary. It was yeah. really, really scary. And so, um, so I finally, so I was talking to her and I calmed down a little bit. Then I ended up finally getting a hold of my dad. And he's like, all right, call AAA. I'm going to take off work. I'm going to call, I'm, I'm just going to um, go ahead and go home, grab the car, and then I'm going to come and meet you. And so is your mom. I'm like, gosh, you guys, I, f- I felt so, then I feel like shitty because I'm ruining their day. Well. Um, but, I mean, whatever, it, it happened. So get over to the side of the road, try to call AAA. Um, the message that I got from AAA, they're saying, like, we're experiencing an unhi- uh, unusually high frequency of phone calls right now. So it's probably going to be a significantly long wait time. So your best bet is to probably call back at a later time. Oh, that sucks. And I'm like, What? No, I get. What am I supposed to do? I have all my worldly possessions with me, by the way. Which so I'm coming back from my parents' house, so I have like all my computers, my painting stuff. I have everything with me. Okay, and in all fairness, I have been in your car before. It's not just because you were coming back from there. You've got a lot of stuff in that car. I mean, yes, in that car, I did. It's a lot, lot of stuff. stuff. 
that was that was in there. We'll get. Uh, I don't know where you want to go here next. That's, yes. uh, talking that's about right. It doesn't that. have to be because yeah. I do want to talk about that side of it. I want to. So, I want to bring that up here. In a yeah. Second. So I'm sitting there and I'm and so the AAA thing just said, you know, like, all right, but, you know, go screw yourself. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm just sitting here and I'm still afraid that, you know, I'm still seeing that accident on the way from, you know, going to Bremerton on the other end. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And as I look up, I see a cop pull up behind me, a state trooper. Okay. And I've never been so excited to see a cop in my entire life. I was like, oh, thank God. Because I had no clue what I should be doing. So I'm sitting in there, and I was I started to get out of the car. I'm like, no, stay in the car. What are you doing? So I like got back in the car. I'm like, I just just sit in the car. So he sat there. I think he was probably running my plates or something to make sure it wasn't stolen or something. Are your tags up to date? My tags are. Okay. Oh, thank God. Uh, and he finally gets out a couple minutes later, and he's like, hey, so are you all right? And as soon as I looked at him, like I had been pretty composed at that point. I was like, I'm like... I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm like, my car just stopped working. He's like, wait, all right, so did you pull over and then it stopped working? I'm like, no, it seriously just stopped working. Like, it, the engine cut out, and I was able to maneuver it over to the side of the road. And he did say, he's like, that is, you did a great job. He's like, I've seen this go not in good ways. He's like, so you did a good job of getting off to the side of the road. He's like, you're in a safe spot. I'm going to make sure that um, that other troopers around um, understand, like, know that I've stopped and talked to you. And I told him I was calling AAA. He's like, just keep calling AAA, and um, and I'll let the troopers know who drive by. Uh, if they see you there, that I've I've stopped and talked to you. If you need to talk to us again, put, back, put your hazards back on. Oh, t- turn your hazards off. You don't want to waste your battery if your battery's still working. So, um, so like, right, and his, his name was Trooper Gill. He was very nice to me. Trooper Gill. Shout out to Trooper Gill. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was. It was just so wonderful to see him. So after Trooper Gill leaves, I finally get back on the phone with AAA. Sit and wait. It doesn't take as long as I thought. So finally, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna sit there. It took a few minutes. Finally, got uh, a hold of a dispatcher who then told me that all of their computers are down, which is why it's also taking a long time because like the dispatcher wasn't able to connect to the person who takes the phone call, so she has like personally contact. The dispatcher for each thing that's happening. Does that have anything to do with that weird CenturyLink outage? Then when everybody got alerts that like nine one one was down. Oh, at one be. point yesterday, and there's well, weird things early, going on. This was early in the morning. This okay. was probably about I don't know, like nine nine. Yeah, okay. Rather. Um, yeah. So then there's like, all right, well, just you know, hang tight. They figured out where I was. I was. Um, if anyone is familiar with one hundred and one, I was uh, right near Tumwater at milepost three sixty six. I could see because I. So if you want to mark it on your future road trip to go see come, where Sarah was off on the side of the where road, I lived for two hours. Pull over and you know take pictures of yourself there so you can commemorate yes. the moment. Yeah, so, so I was sitting there, so she was finally able to find me. Like, she kept trying to convince me that I wasn't on 101. I'm like, no, I'm, I've, I've driven on this road many times. <laughs> I know I'm on 101. And then she finally was able to find me, and then they were able to, like, connect me to a tow, like a towing company and went back and forth. So I probably ended, ended up sitting there for about an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. That's a long time on the side of the road. So <laughs> let's talk about that part. So did you stay in your car? Did you get out? Did you look around? I was stayed, there an embankment? I stayed in my car for, um, for the most part. I stayed in there for about the first half hour 45 minutes at just sitting there because I was freaked out to get out of the car and then finally as I was like calming down a little bit I was sitting in there with my seatbelt on because I'm hearing of every horror story of you know people getting hit and right so I'm like all right well I just want to get out maybe it's, I'll just, uh, what's I'm, that show where everything like weird bad things happen to people oh final destination yes it's final destination yeah. okay so I, I finally get out I, I don't stand around the car so I got out and immediately like went behind the barrier 
And so I was staying there. And there is like a little grassy knoll area. And I was right underneath one of the giant like freeway signs, uh-huh. which was kind of neat to see. I've never you know, pulled over to the side of the freeway. And uh, Did you see did anything? Look... No, I didn't. I mean, there was garbage. Okay. Yeah. There was a thicket. There was like a thicket. What thicket. was in the thicket? I didn't really want to look because I was afraid that somebody was hiding in there to murder me. Because I'm On also side a woman. Of the road. I'm also, uh, granted, I'm by myself. With yeah. All of my stuff. Yeah. And it's not like very, like in this area, there weren't a lot of businesses around it. It's like I'm. Weren't there a lot of cars going by though? Yeah. But I mean, that doesn't matter. You see people on the side of the road all the time. Do you stop? If you see, like, you don't know. If, I, if I can, safely, yeah. yeah, I'll stop and help somebody. Well, anyway, I'm not going to go exploring somewhere with all of my stuff in my car. Not you didn't go down to the thicket. Okay. I did not go down to the thicket. However, one thing, though, that you do normally do, and you've talked about this before, is on every road trip, you're always looking in the embankments for bodies. I did. Yeah. Yes, I do, and I did. And I did look for them. You looked for bodies. I did not find them. No bodies. No, lots of, uh, lots of chips, like, packages. Okay. Greg. And, I don't throw, uh, I don't litter. I know. I do love chips. I do love chips. Yeah. So ended up waiting. Um, the guy, the the truck driver came. His name was Bradley. He was really nice. Um, he And right when he got there, my mom happened to get there at the same time. So he took us to this um, other company in West Olympia where they went to assess the damage with my car. And it turns out that my timing belt broke and therefore, like, smushed my engine. Ooh, yeah. And it is a gunner. Yeah, the timing belt, when that goes, and I know that from experience because it's happened to me before, and that actually, similar, but nothing like that. I wasn't going as fast as you were, and I was on a very straight, narrow highway. Um, yeah, your your car's done. Yeah. It's done. No, because I was, which was kind of a relief, <laughs> because I thought maybe I had done something to it, but it was also like, I mean, it's not a relief, but it's really, like... I was like, oh, thank God, I thought I put the wrong kind of gas in. And the guy looked, he's like, no. <laughs> belt. So, so the car is toast. So the car is... Like the engine's dead. The engine is dead. It's not... Uh, not fixable. It's not yeah. fixable. I mean, it's fixable for like thousands of dollars. Well, no, it's fixable in that you have to get a new engine. A new, in- a new yeah, engine. Yeah, you can't yeah. use that engine anymore. Like that, because it fuses things together and like, jam- yeah, it's... Yeah. The pistons are all screwed up. So he said it's not, uh, it doesn't happen a lot, but he does, uh, like, more frequently, I guess, timing belts snap when you're just getting started on the road. Like Yeah, that's of, how mine happened. Exactly. So he's just like, how long have you been around? I'm like, well, I was on the road for, like, an hour. I had stopped to get gas, and then I was on the road for an hour, and then, like, I didn't hit a pothole. Nothing happened. It just, I was just driving straight along, and it just stopped. And he's like, well, I've seen that happen before with, old, which I guess 2001s are now like older cars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they've been older for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so then... So the car's toast. Yes. Now what? And so my dad ends up meeting us over at this shop and so that car used to actually be my dad's. So he had it. He got it new and um, and then he gave it to me. Well, I bought it from him for like a dollar like probably about 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Okay. Uh... And so I've, I've been driving this thing for quite some time. And uh, her name was Snowball. My dad had named her Snowball. And so that's what her name has always been. So D- Really? Your car was named Snowball? Mm-hmm. Okay. Snowball. And so, yeah, so Snowball is now sitting in a body shop in West Olympia. Um, I had to clean out everything, which, of course, you know, so spontaneously is, is super fun. That's what I wanted to talk about because <laughs> I know for a fact your car was loaded to the brim with stuff. Let me ask you this. When's the last time you cleaned out your car? Thankfully, a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's the good thing. It was a couple of no, years I ago. Read, I went through all of the stuff in my trunk a couple of years ago, and I haven't really added much into it. 
So thankfully, it actually was not – the trunk wasn't as big of a nightmare as it could have been. A couple of years ago. Yeah, I don't really put a lot into my trunk. Oh, uh, I have – that is – I do not believe that. Okay, for one, I can tell you this. There's been a dead bee in the back of your car that's been there for probably as long as I know you. No, it was there when my dad had it. There's this there's bee, this there's dead this bumblebee bee. that somehow got itself wedged between uh, the back brake light that's in the window and the glass and died in there. Like my dad said, right after he got the car, it has been in there for what, 17 years? And you have never cleaned out this dead bee. No, you can't get into it. We, my dad has tried a, to get at it. The dead bee has been part of that car longer than you owned it. Yes. Wow. Yes. So, so there's the dead bee. Um, what did you find when you started going through this? And there are questions about uh, some past things. I know there's some stories about how there used to be like a dead mouse or a rat in your car. Yeah. Oh, the God. No, there was Rick never Emerson a dead, days. There was never. No. Okay, stop. That's like rewriting the story. No. In one of my I'm, cars, there I'm was a hole in the trunk and something happened to get in there and perhaps make a nest out of some of the papers and books that I had back there. But I never found any corpse and it left. Like it, it had made like a little home and then it left. There so you had no... a Charlie. Yeah. But you at least, Charlie you know, that was my car from 10 years ago, not my house. So there was never a dead rat in there? Never. I thought that was the story no. from when you were on the Rick Emerson show. I Because I, no. I, I wasn't around at that point, but I remember hearing the story that you had, yeah, a, I thought there was a dead animal no, in your it car. No, it, something was living in my car, but it, no, it, it had <laughs> gone somewhere else to die. <laughs> Which means it found enough to eat in there and hang yeah. out in there. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, what did you find going through it? What was the most interesting thing you found? Anything? Oh, I found, uh, well, I've had my... Um, my scooter tires in there, the brand new ones for like six years. Those are sitting in there. Um, yeah, where's your scooter at? Uh, it's in Greg's backyard. Yeah, anybody wants to buy a scooter, please let me know. Yeah, brand new tires. Oh, it needs to leave my backyard. Um, what else I find? I found um, a hat I haven't seen in a while. I have like like six different sets of chains for some reason. I don't know why. Have you ever put chains on? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Would you even know how to? <laughs> no. <laughs> I had um, like a dustpan, like a metal dustpan from like, you know, like something. It must have been from some move or something that I just left in the back of my car. Um, I had a lot of cassette tapes, a lot of air checks from um, my past days in radio. What? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, we need to bring those in. Oh, yeah. We need to play those. Okay. Yeah. A lot of my old tapes, like I found like a, a old Cure tape. I found a bunch of my um, my old compilation tapes from high school with like a lot of uh, no effects and Pennywise and... Oh, my God. This thing is so old. Okay. All right. So you had a whole tape collection, a dead bee, some other dustpan. Oh, did I find my missing shoes? That is still a mystery. No, I have never found those shoes that disappeared from Greg's house. Thanks for bringing up the shoes. (sighs) I still think that he stole them or something. I did not steal any of your shoes. I can assure you. Well, we don't know that because we don't know where they are. Oh, my God. Anyway. So, So we had to bid... Adieu to Snowball. But now, of course, I can't find the title, and so I'm kind of screwed right now, so I'm trying to find it because <laughs> I don't know what I did with it. Yeah, you have to give them the title if I, you're going to... No, but I've moved like four times. Since oh, I no. Uh, yeah. You don't have the title? Yeah, so... Oh, boy. Well, it's uh, appropriate. You know, it's the end of 2018. It's time for a new beginning. New beginning. The bottom line is the good thing is you're okay. Yeah, I mean, that was really scary. Like, it was one of those things that you can't think about for too long because I'm like... I'm, you just can't think about it. Like, that's why I was really upset yesterday. I was kind of 
and I was kind of numb just thinking about it. I'm like, that could have ended very, 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 very terribly. And I'm by myself. Could have, but you can't, you can't focus on that. Though. Exactly. And so, so I'm yeah. not going to. I'm very grateful that I'm here to live another day. I'm very grateful that I was that it timed out, that I there weren't any cars next to me that I would have hit and that I was able to get to the shoulder. That my amazing parents who helped me out, that everything was, it was as well as it could have gone for a really shitty situation. Wow. Well, I'm glad you were okay. And then my poor mother had to drive me all the back, all the way back to Portland. I felt like I was going back to college. Oh, that makes you feel great. I, I felt so bad for her because, you know, she's like, my dad had to go back to work and she's like, all right, I'll take you. <laughs> like, Oh, man. So I have all the stuff from my car, plus all my Christmas stuff and my personal belongings, like so many things. Like, packed into my mom's minivan, and she has to drive all the way to Portland just to go back to Bremerton. Uh, well, you got a nice mom. Red snowball, snowball is dead. Snowball is dead. Can you say dead. it yet? Snowball's dead. R.I.P. Snowball. Yeah. Well. I'm just glad that she didn't kill me. Yes, That's all. exactly. I, I think it was time, probably for a long time, yep. that that happened. So, it's probably, you know, we're, like I said, it's the end of 2018. New year. New beginning. You're going to get a new car. Yes. And it's going to be without Snowball. It's going to be. I'm, right. I'm okay. I'm ready to move on. All right. Yeah, well, that it is... was terrifying, but here in one piece, and I'm super excited to be here. I've missed the show, and this is what makes me so happy. The saga of Snowball. Mm-hmm. Um, well, since it is the end of the year, I did want to just kind of, I mean, uh, that sucks that this car is dead. Good you're alive. It sucks does. The car. I mean, I'm all right, but, but I mean, it's going to be weird, though. I'm. It's weird to pick up my keys and not have my car keys on them. Yeah. I know I'm probably going to walk outside of my apartment a couple times and might be panic for a split second looking for my car. <laughs> I just know because I've had it for so long. Yeah. I've, I've never really, I've never not had a car. I've driven your car many times because you've loaned it to me when my truck is down. Mm. I've, I spent some time in Snowball as well. Ew. That sounds weird. That sounds super I weird. Didn't, I don't know why. It just sounds strange. Well, anyway, um, I was thinking, though, just about 2018 really quick, just because I know we're wrapping up and then we're going to be doing something else. I, I want to explain a few things, too, to everybody yeah. who's listening to the podcast and live. Um, just thinking about some of the things. We did some good stuff in 2018. Yes. We put on the second annual Portland Podcast Festival. That was awesome. In the plans for the third in 2019, we uh, we had our Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup. We had 16 brewers, wasn't it, that or something was really like that? cool. Oh, yeah. All on one day. Mm-hmm. And there was even a fight at it. I mean, it was a whole oh, thing. Oh, I forgot about the fight. Well, there was a, a shove. Fight. There was yeah. a shove. Um, we voiced our first audiobook together. We traveled with uh, some listeners to Alaska. We went to Alaska. Oh, my gosh. That was this year. Yeah. We did our Front of Point Radio Alaska trip. We went on an Alaska tour with yeah. some wonderful people. And so many really cool things that happened this year. And it's all because... Um, we're so grateful. It's all because of our fine listeners, of everybody who listens to this show. That's why we're able to do those things, and that we we want to share with that as much as possible with all of you. And we want to say, you know, just thank you, thank you for all of your support. We're going into our tenth year of Fun I was Employment Radio. Say that 2019 will be yeah our tenth year. So yep. we are going to have to do a big blowout for. The 10-year anniversary. There's a bunch of things that are being that are in the works right now, and as soon as we have concrete details, we'll let all of you know. I'll just say that travel uh, thing is uh, on the horizon. So we'll, once we have some more details, we'll let you know. Yes. There's uh, definitely some planning phases going on right now. Um, for those of you listening live right now that are members of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club or listening you know, to the archives or whatever, thank you for your support. If you're just listening to the podcast, that's fantastic, too. Yes. Thank just you. Like, any way your ears listen to, yes. uh, to us is amazing. I will say this. So this episode, we're going to wrap up. For those of you who are listening live right now, Stay tuned because we're going to be coming back on the air for a special episode 
uh, that's going to be just for live listeners now. It'll go up as a podcast at some point, but this one's just going to be for you all uh, f- for live listeners right now. So if you can, if you're, if it's possible, uh, grab yourself a beverage, be it adult or not, if you yeah. drink or not. Um, we're going to sit down with uh, perhaps a friend of ours that we haven't had on for a while. Yeah. Have some drinks. Have some chats. We haven't done one of these in a long a time. No, we've been talking about this. So, I mean, especially after the day I had yesterday, I'm definitely ready for, to imbibe a couple beers. Greg and I um, rode the bus t- here together today responsibly. Yes. So, gosh damn it. Yes. Well, you it's don't have a choice. Happen. You can't drive. So, oh, yes. we got- <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think about so that. So that's, that's coming up here in just a few moments on this December 28th. And so that'll go up as a podcast at some point. Also, yes. Um, yes. I'll just say this. This isn't going to be a podcast that you're going to hear for a while. But if you are around Monday morning, New Year's Eve day, we may be live on the air here from the Fun Employment Radio studios. It will be recorded for a later date. But we probably won't be able to air that one for a little bit. There's going to be some other people in here for a, um, oh. a special thing that may be being filmed. Well, let's leave it at that. It might be being filmed for something. And so we may go live during that. I think we should. I think we should, too. All right. So there we go. So that's Monday morning. I don't know exactly what time, 9, 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. We'll keep you Either posted. way, thank you, yeah. everybody. Thank you for listening to Fun Employment Radio. And have a great, happy new year. Happy new year. And we will talk to you in 2019. <laughs> we'll see you next year. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I'm just on a low note. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>